Welcome back to Vivi's Kitchen. Today I have something very special for you. Today I will tell you about dal. As you know from my other podcast, Vivi's Corner, where I share my crafts and my writing with you, I have a very special place in my heart and in my stomach. Uh, for dal. It is specifically reserved there for one main reason. Dal is so delicious. It makes you feel like you are home, you are in a comfort, maybe under your really soft blankie. It makes you feel like you're hugged by your mom and you're in a safe place. It makes you feel warm, loved, and not alone, even if you are. So dal, just a quick note here, dal is of Indian descent. It is, from my understanding, a meal for the poor man's meal, basically. Um, it is fairly cheap, quick, and easy to do, and it feels a lot of it feeds a lot of people. So the recipe I have here, I understand it may not be the original, it may not be a hundred percent authentic, but it is my recipe. It has been liked and tasted by many and I've loved sharing my food with other people and Dal, I can tell you, it's been one of my best calls so far. So here's what you need. One cup of Masur Dal. Now, I, you can use other kind of dals here, but this one is the best. I recommend that you buy it from your local Indian store. If you're in the United States, there are plenty of dose. Um, you can wash it, of course, but for the most part, they're quite well clean. A quarter of a spoon of asafoetida powder, and I probably don't even say that right, but I can tell you, this powder smells horrible. If you really hate someone, I encourage you to buy a bottle of that, open it, and stick it right under their nose. It smells absolutely awful. Yet, when you cook it with dal, it does something insanely weird. It makes it taste so good. Without it, it, there's a difference. I've tried it with and without it, and I can tell you that it makes a big difference. So buy it. If you really can send a smell, pinch your nose, put a little bit in the, in the doll and suffer for a moment or two because you are going to enjoy it later. And it, believe me, it's worth it. Uh, you can also get a masala doll curry from Indian store. This is a little bit of cheating here, but hey, if we can cut corners with good products, why not? A tablespoon of ginger garlic paste. Alternatively, you can use fresh ginger and fresh garlic. One large onion cut into thin, long slices. One large tomato cut into cubes or a can of fire roasted tomato. One teaspoon of dried coriander. One teaspoon of black mustard seeds. One teaspoon of black pepper. One teaspoon of turmeric powder. One cup of basmati rice, or you can use jasmine rice, it also has very good flavor. One teaspoon cumin seeds, a quarter of a cup of fresh cilantro for decoration. If you're one of those people who love the taste of cilantro and it doesn't taste like soap to you, if it does taste like soap to you, please skip it, it will ruin the whole meal. One teaspoon of pink Himalayan salt or any other salt you like to use. Three tablespoons oil or ghee. Now, one tablespoon will be for the rice and two for the curry. I recommend that you use ghee, but oil will do just fine too. One tablespoon of butter. And of course, a dash 
and about that's about a tablespoon of white cooking wine. I often use Madeira wine as it has a very subtle, very sweet flavor, but it's not overwhelming. You can also use uh, white Chinese cooking wine or any other kind of white wine that does not have too much flavor. Now, when you have your ingredients ready, let's get cooking. It is actually, it does seem overwhelming because it seems like it has a lot of things, but if you cook that stuff on a regular basis, you will have those ingredients in your cubbies. And um, maybe I'm because I'm a foodie, but um, I have a ton of those and they're always kind of handy for many other um, very delicious meals. So if you don't have any of those ingredients, run to your local stores. The Indian stores have really good spices, by the way. Uh, so run there, get some good stuff, come back and let's cook. So the lentil. I do encourage you to rinse it no matter where you buy it from and put it in a large soup pot. Add plenty of water and add the asafoetida powder. Again, if it smells really bad to you, just pinch your nose or have somebody else do it for you and go for it. Let the dal simmer and stir it occasionally. So let it simmer very slowly, very nicely. Let it do its thing there. You can add a little bit of the dal masala here at this stage or leave it for later or just completely skip it either way. Basically at this point, we are just boiling the dal. When most of the dal has stir started to kind of fall apart, turn the stove top uh, off and blend it with the immersion blender. Uh, but don't over blend it though. You don't want to make it into a cream soup. That's, I mean, if you want to, you could certainly do that. Uh, but generally I do just a couple of pulses or not blend it at all. If you are one of those people that um, prefer more smooth kind of soups, certainly go for it and blend it all the way. Or if you like more texture uh, in your meal, you can completely skip the immersion blender altogether. Um, I go back and forth between the two. Sometimes I totally skip it just because I don't feel like washing it later. Now, while this is uh, done on one end and cooling a little bit, let's make the rice because that takes about 20-30 minutes to cook. In general, I use basmati rice, but jasmine rice has found its way into my heart and stomach um, as well, and it has such an amazing flavor. And I mean, both of those rices are just delicious. If you want to go for the authentic Indian, I'll go with I would go with basmati rice, but if you have jasmine rice, mm, I guess they'll do too. Wash your rice very well, and you can even soak it a little bit. Both of those rices tend to um, cook much better if you soak them in advance. If not, they will cook just fine, don't worry. In a pot, now this recipe specifically uh, with the water and everything is specifically for basmati rice. If you're using jasmine rice, please make sure you read the instructions on how to cook that. Or if you cook any other rice too, um, you can just follow the, those instructions on the package. So for the basmati rice, a stir... Um, uh, sorry, what did I miss it here? Um, for the basmati rice, you put it on a pot in high heat after you've soaked it and after you've dried, um, you've drained the water. Add a tablespoon of oil uh, or ghee and uh, add the rice, the cumin seeds, the salt and pepper to taste. Stir it for two, three minutes. Let the rice a little bit kind of fry more or less into the oil and then add two cups of water. Let it boil on medium high for two, three minutes, then turn it to the lowest setting and put the lid on. I usually put it in a stovetop that has like a melt option uh, in my old electric stove. If you do not have this, just turn the heat to the lowest possible for about 
15 or so minutes, depending on how that low is. If you have a gas stove, you might do it even fewer minutes than 15. And then turn it off completely and leave the pot on the stovetop. Now, I've noticed a huge difference when cooking rice uh, in what pot I use. If you use a pot with thicker walls and bottom, it will cook better because a lot of the heat retains into the pot and when you turn the heat off and close and leave it closed, it still cooks. On the other hand, if you use a thinner, more, one of those cheaper pots that you just had since college and you can get rid of it for some reason, um, it may not cook as well. So to have the really good experience, pull that nice top pot you got there. So make sure once you have turned the stovetop off and you've covered your rice, you know, let your rice do its thing there, resist, I'm telling you again, resist the temptation to open it and stir it. I know it's difficult, trust me, especially by now, any of the rice you use, jasmine, basmati, whatever, it smells so good and you just want to dig your face in it and you know, first of all, it's going to be hot. Second of all, let it do its thing. When you open the rice, you take away some of the magic. I mean, that's not really the scientific part of it, but you basically take away some of the nice evaporations, the steam, and basically everything that makes it nice and soft and fluffy. So let it do its thing for about 10 minutes and then uh, open it up, add a little butter, that tablespoon of extra butter we got left over, cover it up again for a minute or two, and then mix up again. Now, you can also kind of color it if you want to. You can do that with a little bit of turmeric, but I don't generally do that with, um, with dal because we already have turmeric in the dal. Now, you can do the rice at the beginning while, well, basically, um, while the lentil is being cooked, you can start the rice on the side as well. And when that's being cooked on one uh, corner there let's get the curry going in a pot in high heat add the oil or ghee again I recommend using ghee because when ghee starts to melt and then you add all the ingredients in there your whole place is going to smell so good you're just going to want to cook ghee all the time guaranteed best ghee to get in town with best prices again Indian stores and it's always good to have a ghee at home. Ghee is very healthy. It's very good for people, actually. I mean, not if you eat a jar of it a day, probably not good. Uh, but ghee is actually very good for you. So go for it. Grab a jar of ghee from your store and use it. So once uh, the ghee is melted, um, add the thinly sliced onion. Stir and add the wine and the black mustard seeds. Now, if you don't have any cooking wine, you can totally skip that. That's okay. I just have found that when I add wine at that early stage in cooking, when I sear onions, it tends to add a bit of a beautiful taste and flavor to everything I cook. So I use it a lot in pretty much anything I cook uh, that has to do with searing of onions in that first stage. So once the onions are a little softer, um, you can add, uh, you know, they need to become a little golden, not burn. Make sure you don't burn them. You can add the chopped tomatoes or the can of tomatoes. Uh, stir them occasionally and add the dry coriander, black pepper, turmeric powder, and some of that masala curry, um, dal curry if you want to add that. Now, quick little warning. If you are using a store-bought masala dal curry mix, make sure that it's something you've either tried before 
or that you're okay with spicy. If you do not like too much spicy food, you may skip the masala curry altogether. If you do like spicy but not too much, add a little bit of the masala dal curry and then stir it up, see how it tastes and then add more if you need to. Just be careful because some of the brands out there that sell ready-made masala dal curry can be a little spicy and if you follow the instructions on the packages you will end up with a dal that's a little maybe spicy for you so be careful with this one just a word of warning of course you can completely skip the masala dal curry it will taste divine even without it guaranteed so once you add all your spices keep stirring add a, ha- a cup of uh, water and turn the heat to medium or low medium depending on how strong your stove top is now it should take about 10 to 15 minutes for the curry to cook nice and well so the tomatoes everything should be not uniform because you're not blending this part but it should be nice and cooked and basically more or less homogeneous and it should smell incredibly delicious at this point um, you may want to uh, mix with the cooked dal which you don't need to strain by the way because it should be nice and thick and let it simmer for about five minutes and basically you're done you can taste it for salt anything like this that you might want to add but for the most part you should be all right i tend to cook with very little salt which is you know technically healthier Uh, but if you like more salt make sure you taste it at this point so you're not disappointed and all you have to do right now is pull out your favorite bowl scoop a little rice add the dal on top and sprinkle a little fresh cilantro on top if you are a fan of those now quick note my dal i like to cook dal nice and thick you can of course make dal um, like the curry when you mix up the dal you can add more water and just make it into a soup I personally prefer it nice and thick and over rice and if you're good at eating with your hands kind of like how the Indians do which is super cool skill uh, you can eat it like this or you can use utensil I'll forgive you even chopsticks count okay I get it as long as you get the dal in your belly and you're happy and you feel good that's all that matters right so if you have any questions let me know Um, any requests for any other recipes are always welcome enjoy dal and have a hug for me